0: My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Amen. Power is made perfect in weakness. Good morning. Glad to be here with you all today. Glad to locate ourselves. In this season we find ourselves in right now, the season post-Pentecost, post the birth of the church, this ordinary time, we call it the longest time in our season where we explore what it really means to be church. I was thinking about our readings today, and while usually I spend a lot of time focusing on the gospel, I was thinking that this season post-Pentecost, when we're looking at what it really means to be church, is probably a really good time to read the letters, the epistles coming to these early church congregations, these early church folks that are trying their best to follow Jesus, but Paul thinks they're failing miserably, as Paul usually thinks. And Paul gets a bad rap for this because his job is to literally point out how communities aren't doing this well. And we read back and we think, gosh, you know, Paul is such a bummer. Well, this was his job, right? To help them understand how it is that they actually could be followers of Jesus. So, this community that he's writing to today, that he's talking to today in Corinth, the problem that they have is, of course, not just a problem found there, right? It's a problem that we all have. It's a universal problem for humanity, not just for the church. The problem that Paul is talking to this community about today is pride, Paul is talking about pride, and Paul is trying to call these people back to a place of humility. And as I was reading this, I was thinking about talking to you about this concept of pride and humility in the church, and I thought, yeah, I can't do that from the pulpit. (laughs) Standing standing up there somehow and talking about how we should all be humble— Uh, didn't feel like it really had integrity for me today. So I thought, here we are in the middle of summer, in the middle of ordinary time. I want to be here with you, talking to you today about what Paul might have been trying to say to the people in Corinth and what that might uh, mean for us today. Paul is warning them about pride and pointing them back to humility paul says i am content with weakness insults hardships persecutions calamities for the sake of christ for whenever i am weak i am strong whenever i am weak i am strong that is such a paradox which is something I love so much about Scripture and about Jesus and about the writings. It's full of paradox, and it's in this paradox, I think, that the most is available to us for learning, right? So here is the paradox for us today, that within our weakness is our greatest strength. But I just have to ask, how many of us here are content with our weaknesses how many of us here actually feel powerful when we are connected to the things that we feel like make us weak that to me is something that i wanted to grapple with i think that uh, the point really the question that we have today is what is power what does it mean to have power that is such an important question for us today just in the, uni- in the world uh, at, at large, what is power and what does it mean to have power and what does weakness have to do with that? So you know that thing that we all have that we spend a great deal of time trying to hide? If you have, yeah, we all have this. The thing that we spend a great deal trying to hide that we would never post on Facebook, that thing? The thing that we are afraid if people find out about us, uh, we're going to be alone, we're going to be rejected, that we'll feel too much shame, that we'll be overwhelmed by that. We all have that. We spend a lot of time and a lot of energy uh, hiding those things. But you know what else I know to be true, and probably you do as well? What happens to us when we finally decide... To let those things down when we finally decide maybe by choice or maybe not by choice to reveal the things that we often feel the most shame about what happens anybody want to shout out what what is it that happens to us as people are we further divided or are we further connected Have you ever had that moment and i hope that you have where you finally tell people this thing that you're carrying and they say to you i have the same experience i'm holding that same shame yes yes thank you mike yes that is what happens when we have a group of people that we trust that we've built trusting relationships with, this is the potential that I think Paul is talking about when we boast of our weakness. What happens when we boast of our pride? Let's turn on the news and hear this, right? What happens to the world when we come from a place of pride and we talk about the things that we're doing well? Division. Because often what ends up happening is that uh, people begin to compare themselves with each other and begin to feel powerless, right, in the face of the other. And then all of a sudden we are divided. So I think what Paul is asking us to do, what Paul is suggesting is that we move away from our arrogance and we move towards our humility that we boast from this place and in order to do that we have to be willing to look at the things that make us feel weak the things that are broken in us so i was talking with a friend here in our congregation the other day about prayer because if we look at the word boast what it means is to exalt or to praise from a place of right so it's boasting from that place of weakness and I was talking to my friend the other day about prayer, and she said, you know, I think we aren't terribly comfortable with prayer. Would anyone? <laughs> Hello? Not, we're not terribly comfortable with the process of prayer unless we go to the Book of Common Prayer, we open it up, and we read something from that. But really coming from a place of, of genuine need with another is hard. It's hard to admit to ourselves and to others the places that are broken. So often what we do, I think my friend and I were saying, is that we beseech God to fix our brokenness. That our prayer often looks like, God, fix this thing in me that is so broken that I'm terrified of people seeing it. When really once we get in touch with the power of prayer i think what we are asking god for is god use our brokenness take this thing that is in me that is broken and and use it for the benefit of my community and so this is where they're being called into in corinth and where we're being called into now prayer is that boasting of our weakness in our church we have built in this very concept it is the reason that we come together we have confession we have prayer and we have coming to the table to be fed in all of these ways what we are doing is saying that we are in deep need of one another in deep need of god We have this in our practice, but we don't talk about it a lot. We don't talk about how it feels to actually own our weaknesses with each other. The other day I was um, having coffee with my second favorite rabbi. You all know Justin. He was here with us not long ago. My second favorite rabbi, which he asked me, why is that? Because Jesus is my first. So he said that was okay. But... um, (laughs) So I was having coffee with him the other day, and we were talking about this concept of weakness and of prayer. And he is actually doing a series in his synagogue right now on this very thing. So I can assure you, we as Christians are not the only ones that are terribly uncomfortable with this concept of weakness and and prayer. So he offered me an image, and I want to offer it to you as well, He said that prayer is like a rough stone being found under the ground. This precious gem is found under the ground, but when it's first found, it's rough. You can't see its beautiful, shiny inner nature. But then it goes through a process of rounding, goes through this process of rounding to smooth out the sharp edges so that that inner beauty can shine forth. And this was the image he had for me about prayer, and I thought that was really beautiful. Prayer together, allowing our vulnerability, our weaknesses to be seen by each other, really asking each other to hold that, it is submitting ourselves to this process of being rounded. Because when we are made smooth, when we allow our vulnerability to shine forth, others can allow their vulnerability to shine forth as well. And then together, Paul is saying, together from that place of weakness, our desperate need of each other and of God brings us together. And then in that, as Christians, our power is, is made perfect. So I want to invite you because I feel like in this community, in our church, we have here a safe place to try this out. We have each other to uh, go to for prayer. We have that built in, um, and hopefully we have created a, a safe space to be able to do this with each other. Sherry is here today. We always have people here willing to pray with us um, after communion. But this week, I want to invite you to think about what is the thing that you're spending a lot of energy trying to hide from people, maybe from yourself, maybe from God. What is a thing that you would like to let go of in prayer with another person? And with God but with another person and I want to invite you to think about really taking that to someone and allowing them to see the thing in you that might feel weak and I want to invite you to ask God not to fix it but to use it because in that in this place together as a community In our humility, in our desperate need of one another and of God, our power can be made perfect. Amen.